0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Yeah. Olin, good morning. How are you? Hey,
2: Olin. Good morning, guys. How's it going?
1: You know, we've we've heard a lot of those type of news conference, Olin, uh, unfortunately, over the years where mm-hmm. you go in and you know, I think Big said they were 35-point underdogs going into that. It's, it's hard to win the news conference when you was, have no was news. Was that
2: Fortinball? Was that Fortinball? Game? Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but no, I, you're, you, you guys are exactly right. There wasn't uh, – they couldn't have won that press conference, but they didn't have to lose by that much, right? And uh, they had to – you thought they would come out and give you the reasons why they were keeping – Coach Nagy and Ryan Pace, and they gave you culture and collaboration. Now, if you talk about their culture, we just watched uh, two of their wide receivers uh, punch the same guy in the face. And then, you know, the Green Bay game after the bye week, uh, Coach Dungy talks about their effort, and that's a direct reflection on culture. And their starting quarterback questioned their culture after the season. So um, I guess if everybody gets along, Uh, Nothing else matters uh, to the Bears up there. And it's just the reasons they gave you for why they kept the two guys in charge of their football operation uh, didn't make a lot of sense. You wanted to know uh, how they were going to fix the offense that has progressively got worse since Coach Nagy has arrived in the building. You want to know how they're going to fix the defense that has got worse since Fangio walked out of the building. So just by stats, guys, uh, Coach Nagy, since he's arrived, the Chicago Bears have only gotten worse. And you want to hear them talk about that and tell you that Ryan, they think Ryan Pace and Coach Nagy are improving at their job, and that's why they're keeping them. Instead, they went the route of culture and collaboration, and it didn't make a lot of sense.
3: Yeah, I wanted to hear football solutions, Olin, mm-hmm. and I think we heard a lot of feel-good mumbo-jumbo. And I wonder, you know, it's not college. It's not the University of Washington where you're an alum and you can go back and you talk to – a booster an athletic director and hey can you get me on talk to the coach or whatever but former players former people who care about the Chicago Bears do they have any connection with the current regime ownership George McCaskey Ted Phillips in a way that they can get through to them and let them understand how bad the situation is how bad they looked how much they need are in dire need of an intervention here because I don't think that
2: the Bears realize how bad it is, and I don't think they know what they don't know. Yeah, and, you know, we've come a long way away from I know it's extreme, but Vince Lombardi once said, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Uh, Ted Phillips seems to disagree with Vince Lombardi on that statement, right? So <laughs> we've come a long way uh, from that. Uh, you know, I know it's a pandemic year, and they have done, and the whole NFL has done a great job Uh, of you know getting through the season again it's been a different year for for players for any something none of us have ever watched and we don't we don't disagree with the fact that they've done a good job up there getting through the season it's just that the football side like we talked about has gotten worse and you didn't get a lot of answers from them yesterday about what answers they got what questions they asked what questions Ted Phillips, George McCaskey, whoever else they have in that room, what questions did they ask of the football people of how they're going to fix the football side? Because if you just take a look at their roster, you take a look at where they are against the salary cap, and you don't see them getting a lot better next year or bringing a lot of people who can fix it, everybody says, well, Uh, You know, we we know we have to fix a quarterback's uh, position. Well, that's easy to say. I can say that uh, any time of the week that you got to fix a quarterback position, and most teams have to. But how are you going to get better? Why is Eddie Jackson getting worse? That's a question you got to ask them. Why haven't you fixed the O line? It's been a problem now for three years uh, since you arrived. You fired three coaches, you brought in three other coaches that didn't work. What is your plan to get this offense to actually score points against a top 15 defense, which I think they're averaging? under 18 points a game uh, since a mid since week 14 of 2018. Guys, that, that's terrible for if you hired a guy who is an offensive coordinator who came here to fix the offense. Uh, you need those answers. And as far as them uh, talking to former players, I, I can't answer that. I don't know if they do or if they don't. Uh, none of us really – look, we can't even get the length of Ryan Pace's contract. How are we going to get who's in the room uh, talking to people about uh, whether – you should keep your general manager and head coach. I, I got
1: to tell you that, that little detail, the length of his contract, um, I, don't, I don't really care about the length of his contract. It doesn't <laughs> matter to me one way or another. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think it's a question of whether you keep a, a general manager over the length of the contract. Um, maybe if it's 10 years, maybe you have to think about it. But the fact that they obfuscated that, made it a big deal. Like, mm-hmm. why Why not just say, oh, yeah, Ryan's got another – you know, Ryan's under contract for another year. Don't worry about it. You know, I don't understand I, – I, I don't understand why you couldn't say that, and I think that raised a lot of people's uh, suspicion, radar, about what's going on with Ryan Pace. It, it's just – it's a weird <laughs> thing to wonder, and it's a weirder answer.
2: It, it is a weird thing to wonder. You wonder – if they gave him a percentage of the franchise, they didn't want to yeah. tell you that. You know, like yes, he's an owner exactly. now. So yeah. he'll be here uh, for the rest of uh, his life and yours. So get used to him. So, uh, <laughs> you know, those things I, I can't answer for you. Uh, uh, the, the, you know, when they were speaking yesterday, it just didn't seem like you you would hope you'd prepare. I mean, look, they, they run people through uh, mock mock press conferences all the time. They should have ran themselves through a mock press conference before they came out yesterday. <laughs>
3: So what is the answer here then, Olin? I mean, and Mm -hmm. how much confidence do you have that the Bears are close to getting better? It's all about improvement. And they have maybe presented this season as, you know, a win or else. But I don't know that they really understand what that is because this season was acceptable. Ted Phillips was called extraordinary. It just seems like a bizarro football world up there at Hallis Hall where nobody can really you know, get through and,
2: and have the Bears kind of recognize what reality looks like. Hey, man, Ted is extraordinary. He's been there since 1983. That is extraordinary. He's been running that building since 1999, and he still stays in charge. So uh, you got to give him credit for that. the answer is their answer only can be David that they think that Coach Nagy and Coach and Ryan Pace are learning on the job. Two young guys. Look. Coach Nagy came here, he didn't have a lot of, he never was an offensive coordinator, right? Because Andy Reid ran that room until he gave him play calling duties, uh, I think, for the last six or eight weeks of the season. So uh, Coach Nagy didn't have a lot of, uh, a lot of experience being a leader, uh, of an, even of an offense, much less a head coach. So they must be thinking he's learning on a job, that he is getting better, that Ryan Pace has learned from the first-round picks that he took, all the trades he did, and the team is getting worse. He must have learned from Kevin White. He must have learned from Leonard Floyd. He must have learned from Mitch Trubisky. That can be their only hope, that these two young guys, uh, that you know, I think they're both in their early 40s, uh, they're getting better at their job. And that can be the only thing that these Chicago Bears are thinking. The thing you worry about with this brass is do they know exactly what questions to ask these guys uh, to get the answers that you want? Do they know what they're looking at when they do ask the question? I know they say that uh, George calls other owners, and, and that just doesn't even make sense to me. What would they know about the Chicago Bears problems? We all know how hard it is to run an organization they're worried about running their own organization they don't know about the exact problems you have in your building and what's going on they don't know why players are getting worse they don't know what your strength and conditioning program is they don't know what kind of nutrition you're providing to the players they don't know anything about your scheme they can't even pretend to know the problems that you're having with your football team so to me that's just absolute nonsense
1: yeah and and i think that there are so many issues with this football team that that aren't um that aren't obvious in terms of their solution. There, there are a lot of things. And, Olin, you you have put your finger on it a long time ago. Um, the problem is they can't score. The problem mm-hmm. is they can't score touchdowns. And they, they, they kind of avoid that. The, the idea that you can actually stand at a news conference and say, you know, okay, we didn't get the quarterback right and we don't win, but, my God, our culture is beautiful. It's just corporate doublespeak. It's nonsense.
2: It really is. And that's what you were watching yesterday. Uh, and, and that's I, I think that they didn't have answers, but they came out and, and, and instead of just admitting like we have to fix the offense, we have to look for why we're not scoring points. We, You know, we don't know why, because how, how many times do we have Coach Nagy just basically talk about the run game? Right. I have to fix the run game. It was after the Oakland game last year, at the bye week. Uh, he's talking about we gotta fix the run game. It doesn't get fixed, right? Uh, they, they have to fix the offensive line. They said last year at the end of the year press conference, the offensive line was broken and that was real. Uh, so they went they, they fired the, the offensive line coach, hired Juan Castillo and didn't bring in any offensive linemen. So they didn't think it was a talent problem, but they were wrong there too. And if you're the you know, the head of the Bears organization, the fact that they've been trying to fix this offense in this run game and scoring points for years. Uh, now for three years now for about two and a half years and they haven't that's got to worry you do they know how to fix their problems and these are the things you want to hear them talk about yesterday uh, but they didn't and and, you know it's just it's frustrating when you listen to them say okay you've heard so much about the run game from coach at press conferences this year and last year and then on game day uh, they tried out jimmy graham cordero patterson and ryan Nall. Uh, i think you're lying to me
0: I know we need to run the ball more. I'm not an idiot. You know, I I realize that.
2: It has Mm -hmm. to be fixed from top to
3: bottom. You can't just keep changing the same positions and asking what's wrong. Hopefully they figure it out. I've got an idea where it starts. It's not my place to say. That was 2009, Olin. Those are your words. (laughs) Not much has changed in in 12 years, 11 years, whatever it has been. But that is the same issue now. That is the same answer that applies. That's remarkable.
2: Right, and it's – When I was in the building then in 2009, you you realize who's the ones making the decisions. And, you know, I tweeted out yesterday and we talk about uh, when you talk about football guys and everybody uses that. They need a football guy and people get confused. Well, what is a football guy? Well, a football guy can turn a football film on and tell you what's wrong with his team and tell you whether it's the scheme or the player. And then if it's the player, you have to go do research. And say, okay, why is this player playing bad? Is he not relating to his coach? Is he not doing the workouts? Are the workouts not good for him? Uh, you know, has his has his box jump gone down, which means he's not as explosive. So there's all this information that you have to collect if you are the person interviewing these football guys. Now, and the football guys, if you don't understand football, they give you answers like, oh, my right tackle or my left tackle is playing well. My, you know, Eddie Jackson really is playing well. Um, how do you know he's not lying to you, right? And, and, and it's human nature to save your job. So if George McCaskey and Ted Phillips are peppering uh, Coach Nagy and uh, Ryan Pace with questions, uh, if they give them answers, how do they know whether they're right or not if there's not another football guy in the room to ask questions and keep going back at them to make sure that these problems are actually getting fixed? Why is Eddie Jackson playing bad? Why is it the scheme? You know, I have to look at the film. Okay, he doesn't look as fast. You know, has his body fat gone up? Has his body fat gone down? Uh, What is his workouts like? What does he still run his 40 in? These are all questions that you should be asking uh, uh, people after you've paid a guy as much money as you've paid Eddie Jackson. We want to get the production out of him, so we got to keep him playing at a super high level. And he's just one example that you're talking about. There's examples for the whole team, right? Why is Khalil Max... Shoulder hurt. I gotta talk to the trainers now. I gotta get down. I gotta figure out why couldn't we fix that through the whole season? Since yesterday, uh, Ryan Pay said that we appreciate Cleo Mack fighting through the shoulder injury, and that was real. Well, why was it real for so long? Why was it real for 16 weeks? Those are questions you gotta get answers to, and if you don't, you're just you're just you're you're like a dog chasing his tail. You're just running in circles uh, uh, over and over again, like the Bears have been for the last 10 years.
1: Great stuff, Olin. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thanks, Olin. Appreciate it, guys. Good stuff. Always a great time talking to Olin.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.